What's up, everyone? We're back with Mosh Time, another episode this week. And today I've got Sincerely Me out of Huntington Beach, California. I've got James, Adam, and Will. You guys here? Yeah. Everybody's here. Sweet. So I'm actually really excited for this episode because I've got a lot of questions for you guys. Um, So, well, first off, your EP, Aesthetically Pleasing, was incredible, and I loved it a lot. Oh, shucks. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but really, so basic, just to get this out of the way, how did you guys come together? Well, well <laughs> here we go. So, <laughs> um, you said well, I mean, hmm. so, I mean, we can start with, you know, we, we used to be in a band called Between California and Summer, and uh, this is Adam speaking and um hey Adam. <laughs> and i um i got hit up on facebook from this our old guitar player and uh, he said hey man come jam uh i went to jam that's when i met james and we played together for a few years and after a while uh some things with some band members didn't work out and um we have hunter on bass now and will singing and playing guitar and um and yeah, mm. now it's great. Nolan on drums. Nolan on drums. It's tight. So, but uh, you guys are on a record label. You, were you on a record label with your last band? No. No, no. we were. Okay. So, so what's Just the boys. difference between not being on a record label and being on a record label in the basic form? Like for people who don't understand that, what's the difference? Um, you, you, you have a guy who gets mad at you when you don't do good things. <laughs> makes sense in the most basic yeah. form yeah and you guys you guys are assigned to we are triumphant correct yeah okay so what what are the pros and the cons of being on a record label well the con is anything negative i say he's going to be upset about it yeah yeah <laughs> um, um well one big... of the pros is that you you have someone who who's not in the band who is there to help out and kind of just make sure that you're not doing anything stupid or, you know, that would be detrimental to the band, you yeah. know? So kind of like an accountability partner. almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sure you're not doing anything stupid, you know? So did you <laughs> record the EP aesthetically pleasing? Did you record that under the label? No, we didn't. You we didn't. actually, um, we recorded it as, or with the last band name, um, a while back actually released it under that old band. But then when We Are Triumphant hit us up, he, um, Greg Long, the head of We Are Triumphant, was saying that it's a great EP and we should just do like a big re-release type thing. And so that's what we did. So did you re-record anything or just left it how it was? Nope. Yeah, it was yeah, it's the, same still the same exact album. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's actually, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so I was talking to Nolan last week and something that we were talking about was live sound versus recorded sound and how some people can sound really good on a recording and then you see them live and they suck they and then like vice versa. But Nolan said that you guys are pretty good at holding the ground and having a really good balance between the two. So how do you maintain that balance? Um, I think it's just, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, discipline and, you know, practicing a lot and, you know, just being able to get together and 
work on little issues and then, you know, make, make the little stuff that, you know, just everything fit together perfectly. And then, uh, it all, it all comes together, you know, it just happens, you know, when we're on stage, it's really, you know, recording sounds good, but on stage you have that magic together. It's not, you know, like not on a record and some people you just don't. Nolan's a, um, he's like a, like a marching drummer. So he's like a perfectionist at percussion. So yeah. he, he really keeps us in line, keeps the, uh, keeps the songs nice and in tempo. Yeah, when, when he came along, it was, it was a big difference in, you know, how we started sounding live because he will accept nothing less than perfection. So it's, yeah, it's almost like, <laughs> like when I have a bad show, like I feel bad, not because I played bad, but because no one's upset and i feel bad upsetting him so it's, it's i think <laughs> well, the main reason we sound if you know remotely good live is because we are we're all afraid of disappointing nolan oh big big compliments <laughs> to nolan and so kind of like the on stage accountability partner outside of yeah. the yeah. record label Nolan, yeah nolan knows how many beers james has you know consumed and he, he's very the dad he, of the he band. keeps a tally Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, what's is there something that you guys feel that you do as a band that makes everything come together that is different from what your I don't even say competition, what everybody around you in the pop punk genre is doing? Hmm. Mm. We're yeah. We're we cute. take showers every single day. That's good. That's actually, I feel like, maybe almost unheard of sometimes. Yeah, yeah definitely. So shower every day, wash behind the ears. <laughs> Just make sure everything's clean and then everything else comes together. Yeah. If Yeah, if I yeah. wake up and I don't feel clean in the morning, I just – just the feeling my day can't go the way that it wants to just because I feel gross. So You can never accomplish right. all that your, your, your full potential unless you – like completely showered that's actually a real thing i get that um so inspirations this is just basic question another one get it out of the way who do you guys listen to what are you inspired by um yeah adam you can go first okay well i mean i grew up on like grew up on the beatles and the red hot chili peppers and then that kind of turned into rock, like Foo Fighters, and that kind of turned into like more metal. And then the metal kind of like led into alternative and pop punk that way. But you know, I've always listened to Blink One Eighty Two. It's just kind of been like Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day, were all always kind of in there. But it was just kind of like my music, real like what I'm into has changed over time. But I'd say that just um, the pop punk aspect, I think, is just really what sticks with me more than anything everything else has just been kind of a phase you know but pop punk has been something that i've jammed since i was in sixth grade yeah you know the lifestyle yeah um but i mean as far as like inspirations go for i'd probably say i really like the starting line and um they were big when i was when i was little and i don't know yeah you guys want to add they were big you were little (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, same for um, me. I, I mean, I, I I don't think there's anyone you can ask in a pop punk band that won't say Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, really. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Blink One Eighty Two was the was the band that like really made me 
try to be a better guitar player. Probably not the best inspiration for being a good guitar player, but um, <laughs> you know, it was the the band that kind of made me branch out a little bit more. And then, you know, Green Day, of course. But as far as like recent bands, um, Real Friends, I feel like, is really Definitely. influential for me. I yeah. Think their writing style is really cool. Yeah. You know, just real feelsy stuff, you know? Yeah. Super. So, yeah. as far as speaking of writing, what is that process like with you guys? Does everybody have a hand in it? Does everybody have a touch on each song? Do Does one person show up to practice and say, hey, I've got a song, can we try it? And, you know, there it is. Or, or um, what happens with that? Hashtag Will. Hashtag Will. will. Nice. Um, yeah. Will's, uh, with our with the new stuff that we got rolling, it's Will is just a, a genius at coming up with new ideas. And so Will, you know, bring something in or, you know, bring pretty much like the skeleton or I'd say, you know, like a skeleton with the shirt and pants and we kind of fill in the skin and the, and the put on the hat and the shoes, you know. It's a like, good analogy. And, uh, yeah kind of but yeah he's very very sick when it comes to the (laughs) the the right so will who is your lyrically who is your inspiration like taking aside music whose lyrics really speak to you that you feel like you can get inspired by or does this all just like come to you in your sleep um i mean lyrically i can't pin it down to like one person um but I am a big fan of, of Tom DeLonge, you know, the Blink guy. But it's not just Blink, though. He did Angels and Airwaves. He did Boxcar Racer. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's it's not so much a person or a band. Lyrics is kind of like, it's just a really personal yeah. thing. You yeah. know, I would say the music, the sound is very much influenced by um, who I listen, you know, just the bands I listen to. But lyrically, it comes from a more personal place for sure. So, uh, oh, is somebody going to say something? Go for it. Oh, no, I just... Oh, <laughs> okay. That's like a I concur. From so, uh, <laughs> um, something that I'm super excited about. I tell people it's my Christmas, but really it's just Warp Tour, which is a huge deal. And especially since it's unfortunately, sad day, uh, last Warp Tour ever. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about yeah. how you guys are playing on a date this Warp Tour. What What's that going to be like? Because I know it's not your first time. But it is your first time being asked through uh, your record label, We Are Triumphant, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we, what's uh, the difference between being asked through your record label and then not asked being rec- asked uh, through your record label? There's so much less pressure or like, you know. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. It was, you know, Greg just hit us up one day and was like, hey, guys, like I got you slot playing Ventura on the full sale stage instead of, you know, like the smaller Ernie Ball, which I don't know if that's still there. But, um, yeah, last couple of times we did like a, a battle of the bands in Pomona for Kevin Lyman. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, it was just, that's you know, crazy. Like, yeah, it was like eight eight bands, I think. And they all, you know, we all played a set in front of like Kevin Lyman and Ryan from Falling uh, Universe, the form, yeah, former drummer of Falling oh, Universe, wow. um, and who else was on that panel? There was there was a couple other, you know, pretty influential people. In yeah, the there music was like scene. some guys from Hopeless, guys and, from Fearless. As the yeah, judges. it was cool, and it's um, terrifying. You know, right? they they gave us some feedback, and we got 
think in the competition we got like third place and you know it was, it was supposed to be like first place got the slot and warp tour but kevin was kind of like you get a warp tour slot you get a <laughs> like i can't really um, see him being so, like that though like i mean i've never met him but you know when you just get that vibe from somebody like through their twitter and you're like oh i feel like they're kind of scary <laughs> he he get like he he, he looks like a scary guy, but on, like I've talked to him, he's the most down to earth person you could ever meet. Like he's just very real, you know. He knows what's up with music, with life. He's just a very, you know, he's got a big job, you know, big shoes to, you know, walk around in. But he's a very mellow yeah. dude. I, th- I think he just kind of, you know, I mean, he's a super tall guy too. Like he's like six. Gotta be like six. Oh my four, gosh! Six, I feel like I've only seen him on a bicycle, so I've never even seen like <laughs> seen how tall he is. I don't seen him but, um, on a bicycle, but that's where yeah. you find him. But yeah, he's a he's a cool dude. So it was uh it was really nice of him to you know to give us that slot back then. But yeah, um, but yeah, now it's uh, yeah. Shit. It was so weird because Greg, the the owner of the label, he he called us, and then we like the call wasn't going through. He was like, oh, "I'll call you guys later." And then we called him because we were like, okay, we're in trouble. Like, <laughs> he doesn't yeah, ever call do? us. Like, he only messages us. So, like, if he's calling yeah. us, like, we're in trouble. So you're, then... <laughs> you're being held accountable. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so we call him back, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm walking to the movie. He was doing something, and he was like, I'll call you guys later. And we we're like, all right. He's like, I'll just tell you now. Like, super nonchalant goes, oh, I just got you a spot on Warped Tour. Just like, just like he's telling us, like, oh, I had chili today. <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh that's cool. crazy so so what is it like playing on warp tour um it's like like it's like christmas like you said just like yeah. christmas i mean it's like christmas waiting for it and getting to watch it but i mean i'm on the other side of the barricade yeah i mean playing it is cool um it's really exciting when you get to see like because a lot of people are there like not to see us so then it's cool like yeah they just happen to see us you know we we get you know people just kind of stop and check you out which is fun but um you know seeing like all your friends who are there because you know all your friends are going to warp tour so yeah it's cool like everyone sure. like, comes and gets to see your band who you know never gets a chance to see you or you know absolutely so do you guys have your do you yeah. get to set up a merch tent yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah, that's cool. I always thought the merch tents were so cool because they would, a lot of the people, like my favorite thing ever was I'm a huge fan of Trophy Eyes. I don't know if you guys listen to Trophy Eyes, but yeah. I love yeah. Trophy Eyes. And I walked up to their tent. So this is actually one of the coolest things ever, I think. It was, I think it was this past Warp Tour. Yeah. I walk up to their tent and John's just casually in the tent smoking a cigarette. And to me, I'm like, oh my God, it's John Floriani. And, uh, <laughs> you know, nobody's yeah. around me. So it's like, to me, it's like, this is a big deal. And uh, we just shook his hand. He put a cigarette out, threw a t-shirt on and literally walked. The tent was right next to the full sale stage, which is what they were playing on and <laughs> walked like, 10 yards and jumped up on stage went right into the set and played the best warp tour set i've ever seen in my life that's badass yeah Damn. but no that was super <laughs> that's so ever since then it's like anybody who is in the band who's in the tent to me it's like this is a big deal they're just hanging out <laughs> nobody wants to talk to them but um no so 
the tent part's pretty cool. I don't know why I think that's so cool, <laughs> but I mean, I guess it's a part of the experience. Yeah, cool. no. Ooh, I'm... yeah. I met Parker Cannon way back in the day when I went up to the Story So Far tent, and Parker was just chilling there, um, passing a J around. <laughs> and uh, and I got him to sign a tank top, and it was tight. And I was like, you're sick. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ooh, I want to I tell I my, my, my favorite Warp Tour story ever. Go it for was, it. It was the last time we were playing Warp Tour. Uh, so 2016? Was it two years ago? Yeah. Yeah. So we were... Yeah. Yeah. We were there, and we had, like, our RV parked where all, like, the buses and vans, like, where all the bands park. Yeah. And me, and I think Hunter and Will, I think, yeah, I think it was Hunter and Will, we were walking into the into the festival, and then walking the opposite direction, like, towards the buses was, like, Kelly and Quinn and, like, three other people. And so I'm, like, a huge Sleeping With Sirens fan. And so, like, I see him, and I'm, like, low-key freaking out. And then when he gets, like, right up next to us, I go, Sup, Kel? <laughs> Sup? <laughs> oh my gosh. So now we're best friends. He's going to be my best man. Um, it's really cute, actually. I'm probably going to join that band. Actually. Wild. Yeah. You guys go get mimosas. We do get Sunday mimosas every stuff. Sunday. That's funny that you mention it. Actually, nice. I'm running late. We're That's, gonna cute. That's cute. TFTI. It's, it's kind of interesting, though, because it's, I don't know if it's the genre or like the scene and how it's made, but you can't really like freak out in those situations just because that's not the mood, I guess. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's like, like you said, there's Kellen Queen. Yeah. You can't be like, oh my God, Kellen Queen, can you sign my face? Like, yeah, it's not really like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but kind of like what you did. It's like, what's up? <laughs> I mean, that. what else can you do without seeming like a total freak? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I, I remember when we, when we, uh, we first started getting to go to like these types of things and like getting to go like hang out like where the bands hang out like our our manager at the time like had to tell me like you have to put on like your cool guy face like you can't be like freaking <laughs> out like yeah like, oh we, my were, gosh. we were at self-help in 2015 and then like all all of like we were hanging out like right at the end of the night so like uh you know all of pierce the veil was there sleeping with sirens was there falling oh my god was there. That is wild. So, like, and we're just, like, standing around. They were all just, like, chilling. And it's, like, you can't be, like, that freaky fan because, you know, you're back there. Like, you're if you're out front, like, you can be the freaky fan if you want to. But if you're back there, you don't get to be the freaky fan. Yeah. That is, I just can't even like, imagine myself in that situation. Yeah. I wouldn't know what to do. Like, it sucks because, like you know you look up to these people so hard and then when they start to become like like on a professional level with each other it's like you it's like but i want to tell you that i love you so much and everything but i can't because (laughs) i've got um, my cool guy face on it's it's like being a huge fan of the ceo of the company you work for or something yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's i just thought of that in my head and that would be so weird right yeah Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, that's so strange. Now that I think about it, that's probably the worst analogy to put in my head because now it's like I can't. I don't know if I can tell anybody else that I see hello. But uh, so uh, on Warp Tour, do you guys have uh, the date that you play, which is Ventura, right? Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. have all access to everything that any other band would? We honestly have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. You're just yeah, showing I up mean, and I'm thinking... to, for the party. Yeah. You... Yeah, we won't we won't have like the you know the real artist laminate passes or whatever. We'll probably get you know like 
artist wristband type things for the day, uh, which is chill, but uh, nothing super. As long as I can get water, that's all I care about. Yeah, as long as I can just like not. Yeah. yeah. Well, imagine imagine being here. I'm in I'm in Texas, and it's like three thousand degrees on that concrete in the middle of summer. (laughs) But I don't know about uh, Ventura, but they are. Yeah, it, they give free water out at work tour. Like as long as you have a bottle, or at least in Dallas they do, then they yeah. it's free water. Which Ooh, is I currently own a water. A good bottle. idea. Perfect. As long as you own a water bottle. For anybody <laughs> listening, as long as you own a water bottle and you have fifty bucks, you're set. That is all you need. And comfy shoes. Yep. First time I wore yep. my chucks because I was like, oh, I'm gonna wear That's my great. chucks. Like I'm so cool and I'm gonna fit in and wear my chucks. <laughs> and the next year I wore some tennis shoes because I was like, I can't. I can't do that again. Like my feet were yeah. flat, completely flattened by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wear some shoes that you can like are comfortable. You can also get dirty. You know, if you're in like some, if it starts to rain and gets muddier, if you're in the pit and it's dusty and you know, like can ruin let's, a good pair Let's of go shoes. ahead and go through it. What are, so everybody give your number one must for warp tour day. Sunscreen. Sunscreen. Good one. <laughs> oh my god, I get so sunburned in like three seconds. <laughs> if there's a bright light on so, in the room, he'll get a sunburn. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh. Definitely water. 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 Must. Yeah. So we're sunscreen, water, and. Mm, I don't know. Uh. Because you took the two easy ones. The two primaries. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be a third. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, start saying a word and see where it goes. Baby carrots. Snack. <laughs> snack. Carrots. I was going to say, mine was going to be between uh, comfy shoes and a snack. Yeah. But yeah, bring a snack. When I, yeah. I did, I remember I was fixing, I, I, fixing, I was fixing to see. It was like between, um, I think it was 2016. Story so far and state champs were playing back to back. And it was between that and like, the sets aren't long, but they're long enough to where if you're seeing somebody back to back, that in between time is kind of miserable. So yeah. I like yeah. had this backpack on and I pulled out, you know, the little cheese grits, like really tiny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I pull out a bag yeah. of cheese grits and somebody was like, she's got cheese grits. And uh, <laughs> everybody was like, give me some cheese grits. I got like three of the little tiny cheese grits of my own <laughs> cheese grits. And so when you said baby carrots, like even those are orange, like it took me back to a bad place. I was like, man, that's completely pointless. Now, last year, I did not even eat. It's like, I'm not going to, it's, I might as well just pass out and buy something that's so expensive and it gets stolen from me. Yeah. I honestly, I, I feel like every time I've been, I always like forget about eating. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm going to buy a $15 cheeseburger right now. Just eat yeah. all of the day's calories right now in one sitting. Yeah, exactly. That's what I. That's what you do before warp tour. Like before I leave, it's actually a two, probably about it between two and two and a half hours for me to get to Dallas, which is where everything that I go to is. And Jesus. like in the middle of my drive, I stop and completely gorge myself with food, and it's like I think this can get me for the next like nine hours, and then. Whenever warp tours over, we go to IHOP and just like carb load, and and drive oh, home. Oh yeah, gotta do the late night run somewhere. Hit 
in and out if you're out here or like Whataburger. Oh, can you imagine hitting like Whataburger like cookout after? Do y'all have a Whataburger there? We don't. <laughs> you don't no, have a Whataburger? Oh my god. Yeah, like everybody over here, we like thrive off of Whataburger. Yeah, but, I know. It's pretty good. I'm it not is. Gonna lie. I mean, honestly, California guy like I think it's and for anybody who's fixing to listen to my podcast who lives in Texas, which might be almost everybody, they're going to kill me if I say that the Whataburger is overrated, but low key, a little bit overrated. I, I yeah, don't want to make a comment because I don't live in Texas. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to like put like like start this huge thing right now but like in and out better sorry never been i've never been to in and out there's an in and out (laughs) in dallas i think right yeah no there is i've just i think there's a couple never like made it over there i'm a very uh like structured person i guess i have my certain gas stations i have like this one dairy queen that i have to stop to every time in decatur which is like the middle between where I am and where Dallas is, and I have to get the same blizzard. I'm not even hungry. And it could be <laughs> freezing outside. Like, on my way to Trophy Eyes, I went to go see Trophy Eyes uh, last December. It was freezing. And I stopped and got a blizzard just because I felt like my night wasn't going to be, like, what it is. Kind of like how if you don't wake up clean, then your yeah. day is just going to suck. It's like if I don't get a blizzard before I go to this concert at this Dairy Queen, then I might as well just not go at all. Might as well just... Screw yeah. it, dude. Go home. So, um, <laughs> let's let's wrap this up. What is the future for Sincerely Me? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, just hanging out. The big time, dude. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, um, I mean, like, we, you know, uh where are you well, going with this, man? I don't know because there's a lot of things I could say. I don't know. We, you know, we just love playing music, and we like to play shows, and we love when you know people come out and we can have fun together. Um, I think it's just um, from here. You know, it's just I, I want 2018 to be kind of our launching pad. You know, we have our we're finishing up our EP next month, and then we're releasing that at the end of the summer. And hopefully that um, gets a little traction and we'll see where it goes. But I think it's just uh, getting the ball rolling. We're just going to, yeah, get the ball rolling, go with the flow, have some fun along the way. You know, eat some baby carrots, carrots. carrots, wear your sunscreen, drink your water, wake up clean. (laughs) Get that blizzard. All right. So, uh, yeah, everybody who's listening, go check out Sincerely, uh, Sincerely Me's ep aesthetically pleasing which is already out and like they just said they've got new music coming out this summer so you're fixing to be loaded with new music with everything that is fixing to be dropping right now everywhere which is a lot (laughs) but thanks for tuning in you guys adam james will thanks for coming on this show thank you for having us thank you maddie and i'll see everyone next week